All right, we're so fortunate every week we get um, free coaching and advice from Kim Eagle. You didn't know my motives, Kim. I really just wanted to uh, to get all this knowledge from you with uh, without paying for it. I know. That's cool. I'm all for JB it. JB believes in transparency this year. Hey, I'm happy to give free advice. If it means making this town more fit. Like, someday I want Austin to be the most fit. Yeah, we town. never win that. We've yeah. come close. I'm kind of like curious, like how do they make that decision? We usually crack the top ten, you know. When I think I see we those should lists. be top five and number one. And if it's going to be this show and our segment that gets us there, that would help. Right? You can Your do former it. city, San Diego, does pretty well on that. Who else does well on fittest cities? Portland. No, I think it's cities that buy. They buy the win. They pay for it. Yeah, it could they pay be. for it. But yeah, this is a this is a fit city. Very. You know, I mean, people are just active, 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 and I love it. It doesn't matter what you do. I mean, people. I mean, they'll be either running or they might be doing playing kayak mm-hmm. basketball or whatever. Very you ever, active. You ever see them on the Mopac Bridge? Uh huh. It just cracks me up. It's hilarious. My, my favorite thing about the Mopac Bridge is you can't go over the bridge without looking over to see how many paddleboarders are out there. It's out. <laughs> it's out of control. And you watch all the cars do it in front of you. You're yeah. like, oh, everybody. And does everybody's that. out. There. Actually, when I moved to Austin, I figured, well, I'm from San Diego. That's the fittest place there is. I couldn't believe. I mean, I actually think body-wise, this is a way more fit town. The one thing that was different was everyone here has tattoos, like not just a tattoo, but like a sleeve. Yeah. Yes. That was what I noticed. That it was like a whole leg or a whole arm. That not so much in San Diego. Hmm. But I actually think the bodies here. When I got here, I was like, I went to the gym. I'm like, okay. Wow. Nobody's messing around. <laughs> All right. Around. This yeah. is serious. You know, a little tip, a little inside tip. You talk about seeing all those paddleboarders from the bridge. There's a guy that gets out there and paddleboards every now and then. Every one of those couples that rented paddleboards are arguing. <laughs> I, and they're mad at each other. That is like uh, what just. What are they arguing oh, about? Every, you're going too fast. You're going too fast. Just head out. <laughs> Wait for me. The wind's blowing me the wrong direction. You're going <gasps> too hilarious. fast. This is just too hot. I'm, I'm stuck in the duckweed. Oh, How did I, you do I that? love paddleboarding, man. <laughs> that is like my zen place. I didn't get out once this summer, but that is like my zen place. Have you ever done the uh, yoga paddleboarding? I want to so that badly. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, that does. Look I love cool. all that. Yes, I'm going to retire and do all that soon. Yeah. I got to retire soon as I get all this in before I'm too old. Okay, we got to talk about organic because. What I think you're going to help us out with is, you know, the uh, Joe Average consumer. We're just bombarded with great marketing, mm-hmm. and we don't know what's really legit. And as you've taught me and a lot of other people over the last year, you know, you got to be a label reader because mm-hmm. you know just because one ingredient is good, yeah. There's sometimes they pile on other crap, but they can make the claim on the one thing. They can well, they can make the claim about certain things, and that's what I want to educate you guys today. Um, first of all, one thing like a, a new study just came out apparently. And they were saying um, organic food is not, in fact, more nutritious. Well, no one ever said it was. So <laughs> that's the first thing you need to understand, that just because it's organic, it's not. it doesn't mean that it's more nutritious. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have things like pesticides and preservatives and all these other things that are very important to me. And I've educated all of you that they should be important to you. But that's not actually the nutrition on on the item. 
Okay. So, so mm. if you read a study right now and you're like, oh, I don't have to get organic. It's not more nutritious. It, it's got nothing to do with the nutrition of the item. Like it's still the same nutrition, uh, but it's got pesticides on it and things that you might be concerned about. Is there a particular popular food item that comes to mind when you talk about that where people make that mistake? I think it's more of a generalization and that when that article and this research comes out and the average person reads it, they oh. simply go, okay, then I don't have to buy organic. Right. Because they just mm -hmm. said it's not more nutritious. It was just a broad sweep. It's a broad sweep. Gotcha. And that, that to me is what's... That's dangerous. It is dangerous. So I appreciate that research, even though they've already said it so many times and so many years before. That that actually hasn't changed. Um, so but yeah, you know I, I think people, it is dangerous. The people writing those articles in a headline like that—I mean, that's how you get click-throughs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and any research. This is Let's the other honest. thing. Any research that is done, you need to be very careful about where that research came from. Yeah, follow the follow the source kind of thing. Yeah, because if the company of a product had that research done. You need to make sure that that's pretty accurate. Research. Yeah, because they probably just, influenced the variables to make easy. it come out the right way. It really is. It's very easy to, to influence those variables. And so sometimes I just want to put research aside <laughs> because it just it really depends where it's coming from. You know, was it in fact from medical doctors? Was it from an MD? I feel like so often research is done and it says, oh, a huge study was done. And it's not by any medical doctor. Yeah. It's by this little person, that little person. I won't say more than that. But Over time, though, the Internet, or especially Facebook, becomes so good at showing you a picture, giving you a splashy headline, and then you just, without even investigating further... You believe it. Yeah, you, oh, that's, Ooh, that's what give, it is. Yeah. I, I'll give you a good example, uh, and you probably remember this. It was probably five years ago, is we kept seeing all of this push, pomegranate, 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 pomegranate. Turns out one company pretty much controls 90% or something of all the pomegranate products out there. <laughs> so they just made a big whoo, marketing push. Mm -hmm. And chances are, if you read it, you were going to buy their product. And then that got sort of disputed later. Like, yeah. oh, it isn't all it was supposed to be. Yeah. Well, and that's where I think the whole common sense thing comes in. I just... I'm going to write a book. It's going to be called The Common Sense Diet. It's going to be one page <laughs> Yo long. Yo, dummy diet. It's going to be one Yo, page long, and it's going to say, <laughs> use your common sense. Sometimes when these new fad diets come out or, you know, this and that, if, it, if it's too good to be true, use your common sense. It's not okay. You know, do you remember, like, gosh, in our youth, that drug that came out, Fenfen? Oh, oh yeah. And, and it was the weight. It was like the first weight loss pill. And everyone in California, in L.A., everyone was doing it. And, you know, it was this big deal. And it was like a pill, really? Like, so you don't have to change what you eat and right. you don't have to work out. You could take this. And everyone was doing it. And what I don't know how long it took, but, you know, one year, six months, these people started having heart attacks. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it was pulled from the shelf. I just don't want my clients or anyone here in Austin, any of our people... Use your common sense. You know, I don't want you to wait for that first study to come out where they go, oh, actually, I guess we shouldn't have been. Pretty bad. We yeah. shouldn't have been doing it. You know, yeah. if it doesn't make sense, like a pill instead of eating well and exercising, I just know that, you know, that's going to be a problem later on. And mm -hmm. I think after the fin fin, it was Olestra. Probably. The yeah. stuff that was making everybody poop their pants. Oh, my God. Yes. I know. Wasn't there like a, <laughs> there was a crazy like side effect, like if you have like liquid Leakage. Yeah, <laughs> leakage. When you hear the word leakage in the disclaimer, you're like, 
Oh no! Oh, oh dear no! no, no yes. No. Yeah. Okay. Now that and now those commercials are replaced by the class action lawsuit. Did you what? have Fen Fen? Exactly. I did. Exactly. <laughs> Same time ten you years ago. To, you know, and and here's one that, and then we'll get started with the recession. Um, people always ask me about stevia. So stevia is what there's is considered a natural sweetener. So it is better than aspartame and sucralose and all those things, okay? And if you have to have it, you know, it's probably the best one you can have because they say it's natural. However, it's actually highly processed to be put in all your food. So it's not actually natural. I mean, it is still processed. And my concern, and it's personal, so it's not based on any research. I'm going to tell you right now, this is a personal feeling. Five years, we're going to get the notice. Mm, Stevia stevia. causes blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be like, I told you so. Like, <laughs> I would just rather you use real sugar and or just limit it. Or if you use it. the stevia, use it like, uh, use the leaf. Like if you were making a mint drink, you know, like a mint julep. Yeah, you'd have Crack to use the, the real leaf. actual yes. stevia leaf. But now they've created all these types of stevia and this powder and that one. And, they got nacho cheese and, flavor now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like so, it. So now it's like I just, it's my personal thing, so don't get me on research or anything. But it's one of those things like Fen Fen. It's this sugar that you can use and it's natural and it doesn't have enough calories. And I have a bad feeling. Mm-hmm. Again, common sense. Common, yeah. That's my book. My common sense diet is one page long. If you want the book, let me know. Real products are real. Real food, <laughs> real food. But let's talk about organic. Okay. So I think um, something that's really important to know is that if it's not actually labeled 100% organic, so not just organic, it has to actually say 100% organic for ah. it to be 100%. Because if it's partially organic, they can get away with putting it on the label. They can pound their chest all they want. Organic, but if they write organic, it means ninety-five percent of the ingredients or are organic, but the other five percent not so much. So they could be just about anything. So now I'm like, I gotta go home. I'm like, I think it's very rare that I see most of my food say a hundred percent organic, and I think it's probably hard to make a lot of items a hundred percent, like something that has more than one ingredient, for example, like a cereal. It's got more than one ingredient in it. It's probably pretty hard to get it 100% organic. Especially if it's made to live on a shelf. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unrefrigerated. Yes, that's definitely true. <laughs> uh, so that's something that you need to know. Um, a product might say it's made with organic ingredients. That means 70% of the ingredients are organic. So there's these different levels of organic, and you kind of have to know what what what's important to you, what you're looking at. Um, simply stated, organic produce and other ingredients are grown without the use of pesticides, synthetic fertilizers, sewage sludge, genetically modified organisms, and ionizing radiation. Whoa. That's what actually is the definition of organic. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that's kind of important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. those are some creepy I things. I would prefer my food not have a sewage. lot of those things. So... <laughs> That's important. So look at your food labels. If it says 100% organic, and again, if this is important to you, it's not changing the nutrition of your product. It is just if you don't want things like pesticides, synthetic fertilizers. My favorite one is the sewage sludge. If you're not into sewage sludge on your uh, food item. Just a little on a rich cracker (laughs) is good for me. Yeah, on your, uh, what was it? Your bugles. A little on your bugles. So if that's important to you, you might want to look for products that say 100% organic, Um, And then the next best is going to say organic. Okay, so that's important. Now let's talk about when it says on your package natural. 
Uh-oh. What does that really mean? Natural. There is no legal definition for the term natural according to the Food and Drug Administration. Generally speaking, the FDA says natural foods should have no actual uh, artificial ingredients, but there's no law to that effect. Oh, so they can just throw that on. It's just a catchword, buzzword. It is a total marketing ploy. This is natural, but they don't actually have to abide by anything. So as long as they put like a, a mountain on their logo with a little babbling brook yeah, like off an of apple, the map, yeah. like a pretty little <laughs> apple, then it's it. natural. So your bugles could say natural. <laughs> I, they could start a bugle line that's the natural line. Yes, and made it won't with be natural intentions. And Johnny would eat it. That's the best part. Bugles so are good. again, that's that's sort of how you have to look at organic food. Um, to me, the biggest factor is the pesticides. So I don't want pesticides on my fruit, on my vegetables. So when I go to the market, I will personally, I try to buy everything organic. To me, it's worth it. I don't go to Starbucks every day. I save that money for my organic food. That you're saying for the people who say it's too expensive to buy organic, give up the Starbucks and you can afford it. If you gave, I mean, I literally did go to Starbucks the other day and I just feel like the drink was like almost four bucks for like a small Mm-hmm. You know, but nobody bats an eyelash. Oh, no, no, because it's right. that instant fix of sugar and caffeine. But to pay a dollar more or something for the organic apples is like, well, I'm not going to do it. Well, it's I, way better It's for really you. a few bucks a day difference. I really don't think, I think if you gave up your Starbucks or even cut your star, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say Starbucks, any coffee shop. If you cut your coffee drink down, uh, for one, you'll save a lot of calories. You'll save that money, and you can use it for organic food, which I think is important, and it's so important for the kids. Mm-hmm. So if you have a child... Come on, people. Do it for the kids. Do it for the kids, <laughs> please. I think uh, the most important things you can make organic, and you're going to laugh when I say this, or buy organic is your uh, your fruits, your vegetables, your meat, and your dairy. So you're probably thinking, so that's everything. Yeah, that'd be, uh, is there anything else? <laughs> you don't have to get your bugles organic. But um, it is really important. It's really important for your growing children. Um, you know, they say the, the, the hormones in the milk and the mm-hmm. dairy and the meat, really important that we don't have that in our body. And so, again, it's not a nutritional thing. It's The meat isn't more nutritious because it's organic, but it doesn't have the hormones. Gotcha. And that I think that's, that's really really important. Now let's talk about, they have sort of a dirty dozen list. These would be things, they've actually added two, but these would be things you really must get organic. Like if this is important to you, these are the ones you want to buy organic. So then I'll give you the list of things that if you couldn't afford it, you don't have to, you know, it's not as important. Okay. Okay. Um, On the top of the list, apples, which I thought was very interesting. Um, They have a high concern about the pesticides on apples. So if you're buying fruit for your kids and you're buying apples, those are important to be organic. Okay. Okay. Uh, Peaches, nectarines, strawberries. They were also saying the little grooves in the strawberries from the seeds, that's where like the pesticides, it collects. It's hard to wash it off. Even if you're doing a quick rinse, Exactly. A quick rinse isn't going to get it. And those little divots in the strawberry apparently um, make it, a high wow. risk for pesticides. Doesn't the champagne kill those? It doesn't? All right. I'm a chicken. Champagne and bugles on the side. Uh, and then grapes, celery. I think also they're like the ridges in the celery. Yeah, those is, are called vascular bundles. It's harder for that to like, you know, it's easier for it to grab onto, I guess. Um, spinach, bell peppers, cherry tomatoes, snap peas, potatoes. 
hot peppers and kale. These are things that if you're eating them, you're buying them, please do buy the organic ones because they're saying that these are the ones that have a higher pesticide rate when they're when they're checking the, these things. Okay. Cool. So that's really important. Now, that's good to know. I also consider meat and dairy, that's a given. Okay? Buy the organic. Please, just buy the organic. And almost all places have that option now. Target. Yeah. Has that option. Actually, I was in CVS and I looked across and in the refrigerator section, I saw organic milk. Oh, wow. So it is an option almost everywhere. And if you tell me that you can't afford it, then you better also not go to Starbucks. Because if I see you there. That's right. <laughs> you'll be standing by the Starbucks. Okay. If I see you there. Checking you off with your I'm clipboard. Gonna, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a little check next to your name mm-hmm. and I'm going to mm-hmm. say that doesn't work for me. Okay. Now, these next items I'm going to tell you, I got 15 items where if you can't get the organic. You can't afford it. I'd rather you spend the money on the first items. That way it was really important. These are not as important. Asparagus, which surprised me. I would think asparagus would be a high pesticide item. An avocado. So think about it. It's covered. It's got that nice yeah. skin on it. So anything yeah. with like a thick skin. Well, you're not eating the you're skin. You're not eating the skin uh. and it's protecting it. It's harder to go into the actual food that you're eating. So avocado, which they're very expensive organic. I do know. Um, so you wouldn't have to. Sweet corn is apparently okay. Pineapple. Think about outside yeah. of a pineapple. That's pretty well protected. Okay. Yeah. Um, cabbage, sweet peas, onions, mango, papaya, kiwi, eggplant, grapefruit. Again, think of all these things. They have a nice tough outside mm. to them. Cantaloupe, cauliflower, and sweet potatoes. If you can't go organic, those would be the items that are that are better not to go organic. Less they've found less pesticides uh, and things like that. Where do bananas there. fall on this? Bananas would. It's funny that they don't list it, but I would. Um, I would put bananas in the doesn't have to be organic because it's got you know the peel on it. Although one thing you want to one thing you want to be sure of if you're someone who cuts a banana in half through the peel and you don't wash that peel, then when that knife goes through the peel and then it goes into your food. Oh, so, right. you know, some people, and same with, you know, all of these, like grapefruit, whatnot, I like to wash the actual outside of it because usually then you cut into it and then you're sort of like putting some of that bacteria and different things inside the item. The reason nice. I asked about bananas, because when I buy organic bananas, they're brown by the time I get to my car. <laughs> No. <laughs> so I, I eat them in the grocery store. You just brown them up on the dashboard. I know. And that is one thing about <laughs> organic food is it will spoil quicker. So, so you go more often to the grocery store. You go more often. Maybe you don't buy as much. Mm-hmm. Go more often. Buy a smaller amount. Um, when your bananas do go brown like that, you know what the best thing to do? Take it out of the peel. Put it into a little Ziploc bag. Put it in the freezer. And you use it in your shakes. And it actually ah. makes the shake so much sweeter when they're like, that Gnarly. brown, yeah. like just to overripe. Um, and that's a great, I started doing that. And now I want my bananas to get brown. Yeah, you actually want to drink your slushy they, now. They taste better that way. So you don't actually have to throw it away. Have you seen the guy on YouTube that takes a brown banana and makes it yellow again with a hairdryer? No. <laughs> really? I swear. Swear. It makes the outside of it yellow again? Make your brown, but search, make brown banana ripe again. And he uses what does a it do hair to dryer. the inside of the banana? Yeah, the I inside, can, yeah. Right? He puts it in a. He takes it, the banana, and he puts it in a plastic bag with dry rice, like you would with your phone, if it's gonna, if it got water in it. Huh. 
And then he leaves it in there for a little bit, and then he takes it out and hits it with a hairdryer, and it turns yellow again. That's interesting. I'd like to see that. Well, so, yeah. YouTube. On maybe, YouTube. Maybe we ought to do a little Periscope on <laughs> yeah, it's next and to, do it live. next to the pizza rat. <laughs> right? right? All right. Interesting. So overall, what I'd like to tell people is I do think, again, the fruit, the vegetables, the meat, and the dairy, which I know it sounds like everything, it is pretty important. Um and it's not for nutrition factors. It's just things like the pesticides, the hormones, things like that. So and it's use important. common sense. Yeah, get, get my common sense book. It's one page long, and um, it says use common sense. It says wise It's up. a bestseller. What you, what you don't learn from Kim, you can learn at our Austin Organic Free Range Festival. It's the Organic Free Range Folk Festival. Three bands, no stage. Free range animals roam the crowd. A contest for most ironic sweater. We'll be churning artisanal butter and serving it over kettle corn in between bands. Get your black-rimmed glasses repaired for free. Smith some iron. Or watch an organic cucumber turn into a pickle. Come hang out in our suspender tent. Ride an old-timey bike. Get your mustache waxed. It's the folk festival of last century. The organic free-range folk festival. Ah! That's a bit hipsterish. That's funny. <laughs> awesome.